Thanks, everybody, once again for tuning in the Golden Edge podcast. And, Ben, it is awesome to be here on a special day. A very special episode of the Golden Edge podcast. very special episode of the Golden Edge podcast because Bill Foley, owner of the Golden Knights, is with us. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, thanks. Yeah, a little, little tired after last night. Yeah, and that's what we wanted to jump right into. I mean, last night, the first game of a, a nice homestand here heading into Christmas and a, an exciting game. The Golden Knights rally back and get a victory. Every time we see you after the game, you know, if you're around there, it's just a big smile all the time. Is it still like a special moment every time you walk into that arena? Oh yeah, it's it's great. It's great, but it's so for me, it's so stressful watching these games. And then we get down to zip after really outplaying them. I mean, we really had a good first period. They scored a couple quick goals, but the guys hung in there. Uh, and uh, Brandon, you know, just called up. He makes he scores a goal, and that 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 boy is a shooter. You know, yeah. He can, <laughs> He can uh, he can score, uh, and then we come back. It's fantastic. Hang in there, three two, and then survive. You know, at the end with Nate making the uh, empty net goal, and it's a it's a big win for us because the first uh, thirty six games, twenty two away, fourteen at home, the most away games of any team in the league by a pretty good margin. I think the I think the Avalanche and the Canucks had twenty away, something like that, in the same uh, thirty six games span. So we are, uh, I mean, 22-14, and we said when we went into that five home, 12 away before we played the Kings, uh, we said, boy, if we can get 17 points, we're hanging in. And we actually got 20. So we knew when that happened, we were hanging in anyway. So we got through this really tough, tough away schedule. And now I think the whole Pacific is looking over their shoulder at us. I really do. We, we can we can always win at home, as you guys know. Always win at home. So you're clearly the type of owner that doesn't actually pay attention to the team, right? You're just <laughs> you just kind of let them go and not not following. You're, I mean, obviously you're 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 very in tune with everything that's going on. So how how was that early in the year when you guys come off this fantastic season and everything goes so well last year? It starts off a little bit slow. I mean. It's kind of a wake-up call, I guess, too. Hey, it's not always just going to be wins all the time and just an, an easy run at things. Yeah, you know, last year we were uh, the second most had the second most hurt days, injury days of any team in the league, and we start out immediately with Nate Schmidt out for twenty games, and I'm convinced if he'd been in for the first twenty, we would have won three more, uh, made a big difference. Then um, Patch Reddy gets a uh, uh, he gets a concussion, so he goes out. Stasny goes out for two months. Uh, with a with a lower body injury, and he he then now comes back. Tuck was out the first games, so we really started out hindered, um, and so now we've got uh, still got guys hurt, but the you got Stasny back, uh, Patches is going to be back shortly, uh, so we're um, unfortunately Hall is going to be out. He's month to month. He's in tough shape, but. Uh, just got to get these guys back, and then we'll see how good we really are. Yeah, you mentioned you're about 120 games now into owning this team. Are the emotions still the same for you every time you go to that rink? Well, I'm more. I have more expectations now than I had last year because last year I didn't really have a clue. Honestly, we kept on winning. We kept on winning. I kept on reading the newspapers and listening to TV shows. And well, they're lucky; they'll never get there. Wait till that things. was just me. I say our bad. <laughs> well, then, 
then they wait till Thanksgiving, they're going to fold. We get by Thanksgiving. Wait till uh, they get in December, they're never going to make it, and then we just wipe everybody out in December. Then it was, well, wait till the break, and then they'll fold. Then wait till the All-Star game, then they'll fold. Wait till the trade, trade deadline, then they'll fold. Well, even if we make the playoffs, they'll never be any good. You know, we disproved everybody, but I didn't know what to expect. So my expectations are higher this year because I really felt like George did a lot to improve that second line this year if we could just get everybody healthy. Yeah, for, for sure. And it's, you know, it's, it's getting closer to there. And, you know, you talked about uh, last season and the expectations kept changing. Uh, and it kept getting more and more like, okay, this is for real. This is for real. Was there a point in the season where you said, wait a minute, everybody's wrong. Like, we are good. Well, we were very confident we were going to make the playoffs. Well, I was confident after we had that early those early games in uh, December, and we went to on a back-to-back. We beat Nashville and beat Dallas. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. that. And uh, Subban had just come back. Uh, Legacy played at Dallas and won. Then we then he went down to the AHL, and then shortly after that, Flurry came back. So we we were really in trouble goalie-wise early on. And this year we've been healthy goalie-wise. We just had other guys hurt. So I felt after those two games we really had something going because those were tough games against tough opponents, and we beat them both on the road. At what point after the finals does it go from disappointment of we fell short, we didn't get the cup, to, oh, my God, that was an incredible season? Like, Is there a point where you just change that, that attitude of, okay, that was sad to lose, but, wow, what a crazy ride? No, actually, it was a really empty feeling. I think yeah. we all had the same emptiness in our in our in our stomach after we lost in the Stanley Cup. Uh, we started having expectations that maybe we just weren't quite ready at that point. And we got, if you remember, we had good puck luck all year until the Stanley Cup, and then we just started not getting a puck in the net. And I'm convinced that had Tuck scored. In the second game, at the end of the game, it would have been a different Stanley Cup. But maybe this gives us something to drive for, you know, something different to think about. But no, we're not satisfied, and the guys aren't. The guys that were here last year, they said it's unfinished business. Let's go. Was that like a pinch-me-I'm-dreaming moment for you still, though, to have the Stanley Cup final on your home ice in year one? Well, you guys don't know me that well, but I have high expectations, and <laughs> I, I – I expect to win. I expect to win every game. I don't accept defeat. I don't accept giving up. And our guys don't either. So I just had an empty, empty feeling after we lost that Stanley Cup. And that's why we did the, the fan fest, just to thank the fans, to kind of kind of put a, a, bow, a bow on the, on the, on the year. Because it was a fantastic year, but... We didn't win. So you're, you know, I was going to say you're a year and a half into this. You're a lot more. Obviously, the, the franchise was kind of born away before you actually took the ice. But what has been the biggest surprise about, you know, being an owner in the NHL and, and being a part of this of this group and, and you know, s- stuff that you've learned about, wow, I didn't kind of expect this? I would say uh, the the fun I'm having being involved with the team and the players and kind of hanging out with them and getting to know the players and their wives and understand what their what their goals are and the I'm kind of like a granddad to them because I'm so much older than these kids that are well they're your age 
<laughs> Definitely Ben, not not me, for sure. 24 years young. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, it's, what is what has been the, the, the biggest joy that you've had as part of this team? Was there a moment to you that were just like, wow, this is, this is really something special? Well, I've gotten to know all the players. We make sure it's all on a first-name basis. There's no misters in that uh, locker room or downstairs. And my, the most fun I have every game night is when we win is I get to go into the locker room and I get to see all the players. And I thank them for a great game and congratulate them. And then I get out of there. And I go say hi to the coaches and thank them for a great game because it's really their time. But that's the one time I get to go in. And, you know, George doesn't allow anybody else in the locker room. In fact, he doesn't even go in the locker room. He kind of stays away from it. I'm the only guy that goes in there to see, see everybody. And um, I like to feel that the players sort of expect it now. I think they, I believe they enjoy it. Well, big news in the NHL recently. The league is adding another expansion team in Seattle. I guess what are your thoughts on getting another team in the Western Conference? I think it's great. I really do. I think it's fantastic. It's going to be good for the league. Seattle had a very successful ticket drive. They're going to be a very successful franchise. Uh, they've already told me that they understand how to do it and they're going to be uh, <laughs> really oh yeah uh, and they'll they're going to do it the way we did it although they never really asked me how we did it and i didn't volunteer anything why yeah. it's not my it's not my well, job I, I mean how how forthcoming would you be if they if they can't i mean there's there's obviously some stuff that it's not really a trade secret necessarily it's not a competitive edge necessarily but there's a lot of a lot of process that goes into this so if they did ask, I mean, it sounds like you're saying they're, they're pretty confident in themselves, I guess. But if they did ask, how much would you volunteer with them? I wouldn't volunteer anything. It's none of their Good. business. That's, that's you a know, business matter. We're, we're here to win, and I'm not here to help the other guys win. We're here to, have, to make the Vegas Golden Knights the best team in the league. And I'm sure they'll be successful, and we'll see how their draft goes. And, you know, we're because we won't be participating in the expansion draft, we don't get the money either but we won't participate. So we'll be here just to help the other teams in case they need some help, in case something, someone needs to get off their roster or they need, a, they need someone to meet the expansion draft rules. We're just, gonna be, we're just here to help the other, uh, the other 30 teams. We're, we're, just good, we're just good guys. Was there ever a thought from you of, hey, you know what, we'll give up a player for some of that money? <laughs> no, I don't care. About, no, we don't care about the money. We really don't. We, honestly, we're successful. The money's irrelevant. My expectation now is not just to win, this, win a Stanley Cup. My expectation is to be a dynasty in the league, like many other teams have been, like Pittsburgh and like Detroit was years ago and Boston has been. We expect to be a dynasty and win consistently and be in the playoffs consistently and win multiple Stanley Cups. I have very high expectations. Along those lines, you know, the off-seasons are so important. So you've, you've gone through one full off-season now as an owner. Um, what, what was kind of the reception that you had from guys out there as you were talking to free agents and trying to pursue other players and everything? Like that? I, know, I know that George does most of that, but you're involved in the process of it a little bit. So what was that like for, for you to go through that? You know, it was a lot of fun. I, I, get, I get involved in the trade deadline, so I'm, so I'm very lucky that I am included in the, with the scouts and with George and uh, with Kelly. Uh, and then around, uh, you know, with unrestricted free agents became free agents. I was involved in that in terms of really listening and learning and 
giving some advice, but not much, because these guys really know the hockey players. So it was very interesting, and we all had were in agreement that we wanted to improve the team. And this year we'll want to improve the team again. Our biggest problem is we don't have depth of draft picks coming up, and other teams do. So we're trying to get that get those drafts picks in place and let them go through the process of getting ready and going through the AHL because George will hold guys back. You, you notice we don't have 18- and 19-year-olds playing for us. They're, they're still down in the minors or they're in the WHL or they're in, they're in the AHL. But some of them are getting ready to move up, um, and that's what we're looking forward to. It's probably still a year or two off. You talked about you know, wanting to attract players and, and keep building this and, and building upon it. How, how much – have you seen Las Vegas kind of be not only for the Golden Knights as a franchise, but the city as a draw a draw for other guys that want to come in here and play and be a part of this? Yeah, we still got to educate the other the players about what Vegas is because Vegas is not the Strip. Vegas is a, um, a, a normal city with churches and schools and suburbs. And the players need to be educated. And they also need to really be educated on the tax advantages of being in Las Vegas. You know, Las Vegas is great for hockey because they start playing in September and they hopefully finish in June when it is start getting, does start getting warm. But if, we're, if we don't make the playoffs, they're done in April. So they're here during really uh, a pretty good time. And if, they're, if you're in Winnipeg or Buffalo or <laughs> Ottawa – that's the worst time. So we need to educate um, the players, and we need our players to communicate with other players about how great Las Vegas is. And I'll tell you, Patch Reddy got it. He wanted to be here, and which was fantastic, and he's happy to be here. And uh, so is Holden. They're, these guys are happy to be here, and they're happy to be part of our team. Now we just got to educate other players, so they don't la- ask for the last dollar. They understand that this is a tax-advantaged town to play in. That was something that Patrick mentioned right away when we got to talk to him for the first time. How surprised he was of how you know big and expansive Las Vegas is. Uh, but you mentioned kind of Las Vegas and hockey in general. You guys have had a lot of youth hockey initiatives trying to grow the game here locally. How big do you think hockey can get, even at the grassroots level in Las Vegas? Oh, it's going to, it's going to be big. And we've uh, analyzed our, our fan base or our youth hockey base, and we found that about 30% of our players are from Henderson. So we're in the middle now of, of trying to get two sheets of ice, ice built down in Henderson. We hope to have those finished by June of 20, because by June of 20 we'll be out of ice time at CNA, at our city national arena. Um, so our goal is to have lots and lots of sheets of ice and have lots and lots of youth hockey because that's our fan base. That's where we go. Have you been the victim of a Mark Andre Fleury prank? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to try and get him. I almost, really? I almost Ooh. got. I flew, I flew back with him to the All Star break last year, and I thought he might take a nap. <laughs> and uh, I had a couple ideas, but he never went to sleep. He talked to with Veronique and. Uh, and James Neal on the plane the whole way. So he never went to sleep, but I got some ideas. So a warning to Mark Andre Fleury, don't fall asleep around. <laughs> well, the way forward. he's playing, you might have another chance this year going back <laughs> yeah, to the All-Star break. That's true. Uh, last thing before we get you out of here, the Raiders are coming. Uh, obviously, there's, it's a, a very exciting time in the market. A lot of teams want to come. A lot of, you know, all the leagues want to be here now. They've seen what you guys have done. Um, 
is that a good thing for for the market to get more teams in here? Or is you know, is it hey, this is our market right now, so we don't really want anybody else to be around? You know, I'm okay with it. I really am. Um, I, I believe that the NFL has a much different fan base than we have, uh, and I'm sure they'll do well. I believe they're going to have more visiting fans as opposed to our fans who are locals, and we made our team up that way, and we are Vegas-born. We were from Las Vegas, and we are Las Vegas, and the Raiders are moving here. But I wish them the best. I'm sure they'll, be, I'm sure they'll do great. Did they ask you for advice? We know Seattle didn't. Did the Raiders ask you guys? Anything? No, they don't need any help from me. <laughs> they don't. They don't need any help from a guy like me. What do I know? Well, they might need some in the standings column. Might need to know how to win. <laughs> that would be that would be the first thing. But uh, Bill Foley, we really, really appreciate the time. Owner of the Golden Knights here on the Golden Edge, Adam Hill and Ben Goats. Appreciate it, sir, and thank you very much for coming in. Thank yeah, it was you. Great being here. Thanks. Thanks a lot.